This is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman from the Premier Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Bill provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman. Good morning and welcome to the Big O Money Show with me, Bill Altman, and my co-host, Tony Shore. Our Christmas special, we are right in Christmas season here and I have a very special guest. He hasn't been on with us in a little while. It's been a couple months, but it's uh, the chairman. It's my father who brought me into this business well over 20 years ago now. And it's been a pleasure working with him, Mr. Bill Altman, not a true Bill Altman senior, but the Bill Altman senior here with us. Welcome, dad. Thanks, Billy. Hey, Billy, you like that? There you go. For I like that. All of KFAB Nation. Billy, here I am. <laughs> so now I'm going to get people calling in and calling in asking for Billy, which we also have a Billy Hancock um, up front, and she's been with us for quite a while. Her uh her uh, lovely husband played in the Rumbles and plays at a lot of our Christmas parties. That's awesome. We were not able to have a COVID special Christmas party this year, unfortunately, but hopefully we can resume those next year. Um, and and then we have Bill Kaiser in the office, does Medicare. We have uh, myself, Billy Altman, or Bill Altman <laughs> Jr. And then we have Bill Altman Sr. here. And, you know, it's, like I said, 20 years now um, in the making of us working really side by side. And it, it's been something uh, that, geez, you can't ever regret that. You can't uh, rebuild that. And and, and the knowledge that I'm able to to take in over the years is, is pretty incredible. A lot of people do not get that opportunity. Some do. Some get to see um, what others have done and be able to build upon that and, and all that kind of good stuff. But a lot of times it doesn't happen like that. And you, you go in blind uh, without that immediate mentorship, someone that's right there and you can see the good that has happened. You can see the mistakes that have happened. You can see ways to make uh, uh, everything more efficient, better, um, better for the client, better for the office staff. And, and there's so many great things. So again, dad, it's been a pleasure working with you or uh, the end of uh, here, 2020 coming to a close. I mean, geez, just a few days left and, and Christmas, Christmas, what a, you know, what a wonderful, wonderful time of the year. Um, and we have Christmas season that still goes on here for a couple of weeks here yet. And a lot of people they'll take those Christmas lights down right after the Christmas tree comes down right after Christmas. But yeah, I'll tell you what, that thing should stay up here for a couple of weeks left at least. Right, dad. Yes, Billy. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it, my dad's been involved in a lot of different uh, uh, charities too, over the years. And he served on nonprofits and, and, and wonderful nonprofits. One of them that we've talked about on the show before uh, hope connecting hearts, Nigeria. Uh, we've talked about that, and it's it, it is a organization that helps 
Western Africa, specifically uh, the the Minno diocese. The Minno diocese, yes. Minno diocese. Nigeria. In Uh in Nigeria. Uh And they have, you know, these very rural areas that are almost left behind by the big Nigerian government. Is that fair to say? That's very fair to say, Bill. Uh, so the Mena Diocese, and, and again, uh, Western Africa, Nigeria, he's been over there a, a number of times working with the people, and they call him Uncle Bill. We've talked about it on the show before. And one thing in my, uh, it, it, we're at St. Vincent de Paul Catholic Church here in Omaha, uh, Father Gama, who is from Africa, is going over the Sanjia dio- diocese, actually. So Sanjia is another very rural area that needs help. I mean, when we're talking about needing help, we're talking about the, the, the school children didn't have teachers before because they just couldn't get them in because the teachers would have to come in by motorbike two, three hours away and how to house them. The desks weren't there, dirt floors, but the kindest and nicest people ever in the world um, and the most welcoming. They go over there. These guys from Omaha, Nebraska go over and then they welcome them with open arms and they've done so much for that area. I think it's great. And so, Dad, I want you to talk a little bit about that today. Well, certainly, Bill. Yes, our whole focus is uh, Hope Connecting Hearts, Nigeria. It was basically founded by Father Casito. Uh, who's up in Verdigree, Nebraska, as the pastor up there of, of a Catholic parish and, and several other parishes up there. And we traveled, we started uh, in 2010 when we were formed, took our first trip. I was one of the first people of four to go on the trip with Father over to his homeland in rural Minidices in Nigeria, western area Nigeria. And so we visited there and that was 2011. I've been there six times since, and uh, the experience is, is so wonderful. Our whole goal is to provide education for rural children, and often in extreme rural children, in schools that maybe they were learning under a tree or a very, very run-down building that if you're in Omaha here, you see that building, and it would have been torn down a long time ago. Well, since then, we built several schools for primary education, secondary, and now also the high school level, and also uh, trades and so forth, to give them hope. We call it Hope Connecting Hearts Nigeria. We want to provide hope. Uh, We have fundraisers every year. We have a lot, a lot of very, very generous people that have contributed because, you know, construction is expensive. We got that down pat. We do very high quality construction. We got the right people in place over there. So things are going well. Anybody wants to know more about Hope Connecting Hearts Nigeria, just give us a call. I'd be glad to call you and give you more information. So you could directly actually call right into our office and we'll patch you right through. And uh, you can even... uh, hit his number on the on the dialer there to go straight to my dad's voicemail Uh, and it's something where again if you want to get more involved or see what it's all about see what they do you can give us a call at 402-557-6730 again it's 557-6730 to learn more about it but what i have seen um out of you dad is um a, a kind of a humbling experience if you will um, I've seen you go over there and then come back um, 
I'm not saying you're not a relaxed person, but just a relaxed almost. Um, and it wasn't a vacation. It wasn't a relaxing vacation. I mean, you're going through and flying for 40 hours at a time or whatever it is or whatever you're doing and, and going through areas that are, let's face it, just not safe. You know, where, where they're being escorted through certain areas that they want to get them through to the place that they're going. Uh, the, the power goes on and off the grid. Um, the, the, everything's different over there. That's all there is to it. But coming back and after all of that to be to be humbled because we have so much here, you know, everything it's it, we have so incredibly much and to be able to give back and to see these business people, these people that have, you know, some of your donors, some of your, you know, even board members that have donated um, their time, their time. Sometimes for people that have a lot of money, writing a check isn't so tough. You know, they just ink it, right? They ink the check and rip it off. And there you go, right? That was easy. These people are actually going over there. They're getting on the plane with everybody else. They're going through the dangerous areas. They're getting to the the people of the diocese. They're making sure the schools were being built and clean water facilities, bathrooms, and having desks and concrete floors, all the things that we take for granted um, right here in our area and in a lot of areas around the country, right? And a lot around the world. Yes, you get to these rural areas and for them, and, and I have not been on one of these trips yet, and maybe someday I will, but for, for them to, to, to welcome these foreigners, these people from Omaha, Nebraska with open arms, with smiles on their face, with uh, complete gratitude to, to wanting to give, they want to give you everything that they have really. Isn't that kind of how it is? It's like, Hey, how can we help you? That's their attitude towards these guys and gals that come in from Omaha where they are really here to, to help them and how can they better? But it's amazing what that has done in this you know season of Christmas. And if I didn't mention it, Merry Christmas to all of you, please. Merry Christmas. In this season of Christmas, knowing how important it is for us to use our resources to give back, right? Uh, how can we help others? How can we be a blessing onto others um, and, and, and give back, give back our time, give back our money, whatever it is. And as I've said at one time prior, that we receive, I firmly believe what we give, we receive 10 times in return. And, and I don't think this is any steadfast rule. I don't think you're going to find this written anywhere. But I truly believe in some regard, some aspect, you're going to get so much back than what you give. And you get to help these people, these kids, these teachers. They employ teachers now, right? You have teachers yeah. on the payroll that live in these, in these little rural communities. And when we're talking little rural communities, how little are we talking just very, very small. Uh, I don't know the exact number, but very, very hundreds, remote, thousands. Yeah, very remote areas uh, where they sure. they come a long ways to get to school, often by foot. And uh, just uh, actually, the diocese actually employs the the teachers 
but we helped uh, sure. through our donation to do the funding and so forth, you know. But without the dais- but without the funding, yes. uh, the, the employment of the teachers, this isn't there, right? That's correct. You know, it, and the money makes it all go around. You know, we wish we could, like, do away with it, right? And, the, and, and there wasn't any part of that whole money thing involved, and it just happened, but it doesn't just happen like that. You know, it, it, it makes things go around. We've worked with uh, uh, Jim Rose's Nebraska Greats, Jerry Murtaugh's Nebraska Greats Foundation over there, and there's so many people that give back their time and resource and everything but without the money uh the medical expenses don't get paid without the money the things just don't happen um and and hope connecting hearts has been blessed with great donors with great charities over the year and they consistently learn more and more every single year uh about how how to even do better how to reach out to more people in the community how to involve more people on these trips on these mission trips um to be able to, to better other communities, right? To be a blessing upon others. Yes. Uh, thanks so much, Bill. And you know, one thing that's so beautiful that really touches me in every trip I was over there, it's just, uh, you got a very, very humble people, very impoverished, but much, much joy in their hearts, a uh, very detached from material things because that's what their lifestyle has been. So it's taught me, and I think more and more, a greater realization that uh, we can become very attached in a society where we have so much, and it's wonderful, don't get me wrong, our society, God bless America, but it helps us kind of maybe say, hey, do I need this, do I need that, and maybe helps us be more charitable to others when you see how blessed you've been. Absolutely. Tony, I think this is a trip that even you could take over there. Oh, definitely. I I, I honestly uh, love the fact, I think it's a life-changing experience from a personal standpoint from what you get out of it, but that's not necessarily why you do it. It is enriching, and like you said, Bill Sr., just the way you see, hey, they can be happy without all the stuff. And so uh, that's a good lesson, but just to help them uh, where there's help needed, that's what we're called to do is help others who are in need. And I think that's the, you know, the example that, uh, you know, uh, Jesus set. And I, I think it's really important to do those things. Yeah, absolutely. And it's an example that we can all learn from and, and follow. And, you know, like Father Gama and Mrs. McMahon um, are over um, in, they're, they're heading over there, I think, as we speak, over to the Sanjaya Diocese in, in Tanzania, where he's from, to do s- similar things. And, and, and what they were raising money for over the last couple of weeks in, in religious formation classes was for Christmas dinners. I, what we take for granted they're raising money for Christmas dinners and it, and it, and it can be as simple as that. But when they're over there and they're able to break bread with all these kids, all these parents, all these citizens of the, of this diocese or of Tanzania and, and give back. And, and not only did they raise, um, I think it was about 10 times more than they raised last year. Yes. 10 times they raised more than last year. And I asked wow. Mrs. McMahon, who is technically like my boss, I volunteer as a 
catechist there. And, and I, I asked her before the last class, how, how are you guys doing? Did you raise enough money? What do you need? Blah, blah, blah. She said, Bill, it's been absolutely incredible what people have given. And I said, you know, how awesome. I said, so what are you going to do with the extra? She goes, Oh, there's plenty, (laughs) there's plenty to do, but we've put the food on the table. We're going to fill their food banks and we're going to really get that process started. And, and, and so that's a neat thing. And that's something again, that everybody, all of our listeners here that you need to attach onto something. You need to uh, get yourself involved. And it doesn't have to be Hope Connecting Hearts Nigeria or Nebraska Grace Foundation or or Father Gama's Sanjaya uh, uh, Appeal. Or, or it doesn't have to be. It, it can be so many things. There's a Stevens Center. You know, there there's, uh, uh, you know, St. Vincent de Paul Food Pantry, Juan Diego Food Pantry. There's so many things that you can do and get involved in. And the little the, the, the tiniest bit that you help makes a huge, huge difference. So give your time. I think giving time is really important become, because you become emotionally invested in it. Um, the writing the check is necessary. It's important. Um, if you can write the check, if you can afford to, it really, really, really helps. Money really helps make things go around. Um, but time and to be emotionally invested into something uh, is I think life changing for a lot of people. And I think that for a lot of your friends that, you know, have buku bucks, right. That have helped. It's one thing helping and writing the check, but when they get there, they're so emotionally tied. Yes, you're right. Yeah. So, you know, let's uh, kind of uh, switch subjects here. We're nearing the end of the show. We got a decent amount of time left here, but Dad, let's talk a little bit about um, how you view this whole world of retirement and income planning and just getting all your ducks in order. You've been in this business for quite a long time and working with people. You're, um, if I may say, you're 69 years old, yes. 69 years young, yeah. uh, great help, loves, you know, has three little young grandchildren, has three older grandchildren. Um, but as you're nearing that time of thinking about slowing down and whatnot, what have you been thinking about that? as for just your own retirement planning or what should people be thinking about just in general terms? Well, I think Bill, you know, the older a person gets, I think just common sense. And I say what I'm going to say based on just uh, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people over several decades, uh, just seeing what's important to them, what's on their mind. And I see some people that have planned well and some that wish they would have planned a little bit better, but You know, the older we get, uh, as far as finances in a way, people become more concerned with income streams in retirement. Uh, You know, more concerned about safety and and preservation of finances. Uh, Doesn't mean you put the money under the mattress, but you want a good high, high quality, good diversification, and you want to protect income streams. You know, nobody has to be reminded how volatile uh, the market can get. And uh, it can be very, very challenging. You know, through my lifetime, uh, you, you saw the, the 80s, you saw sometimes the 90s, 2000, 2008, and then the February, March of this year. Now, the market's way up again, new all-time highs. But um, Bill's the professional in the securities and so forth. But I'm just talking from a common-sense approach. I'm 69, and I don't have the years to recover that my son does, and I want also, the older I get, the more I enjoy peace of mind. 
So anyway, you don't have those time left. So it's uh, it's just being very, very prudent, being careful, focus on high quality, and have uh, numerous reviews. And I'm very big on listening, listening, and listening. Everybody's different. Everybody has a different personality. Uh, some people, uh, they can handle a little more risk. Others, they don't want any, or they, you just got to really listen to what's important to them. But then most importantly, you do only what's suitable for that person. Right. Everybody has a, everybody has a different story. Um, they have different goals. They have different income needs. Um, and maybe they have different life expectancies. I would say they definitely have different life expectancies, but we can't, we can't necessarily put that to the top because just because mom and dad might've lived up until their nineties doesn't necessarily mean you're going to, or just because mom and dad died in their early seventies doesn't mean you're going to die at that time too. You don't want to, we've had somebody say one time that they wanted to bounce. Their goal was to bounce their last check, right? And not leave anything to the kids or whatever, you know? And it's like, well, that's a, that's a tough one to, to plan. What I am worried about is that you're going to guess wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? And here you're planning on dying at 72 and here you live to 102, you know, and you've been out of money for 30 years. That's what we have to protect. And like what my dad says, it's that peace of mind knowing that your next paycheck is coming in. You know, no matter if you're working or not, right? Peace of mind knowing that it's going to be there. Peace of mind knowing that if the market falls 40% or 50% or whatever the case is, that you're okay. And it's not affecting your lifestyle and you're not going back to work. You're not going to be the Walmart greeter. You're not going to do this. You don't want to have to do that. You want to be able to control uh, your, you, you want to control your spending. You want to create budgets. You want to live in the place that you want to live. Right. Um, and, and you just want to make sure that you're, you're not losing sleep at night knowing, knowing that there's an unknown, right? I, I, is that fair to say? The, the the power of the unknown, I think, can keep people up for for days and years and years and you can lose sleep, right? Yes, I, I mean, agree, Bill. Y- you think about that for a second. It's like, geez, you know, what's going to happen next if this market, if I guessed wrong, this market went down 40 percent, you know, am I going to have to take half the income that I was taking before just to be able to maintain? You have yeah. to be very careful. We talk about the, you know, the, you know, you lose 50 percent. It takes 100 percent to get back. It's not as easy to build back up as it is to lose. A lot of times That's, we see it. Yeah, it's way easier to lose, right? It, right. We see the market drop off a cliff and a lot of times we see longer times to review to rebuild this whole v-shape what we just had that quick rebuild you think that's normal you think that normally happens where you lose 35 percent in 33 days or whatever the exact numbers was and all of a sudden it v's right back up to new all-time highs we printed seven and a half trillion dollars plus another 908 billion dollars right it's just money right it's just like yeah. is that what they say just money who cares get real and, where do you and think now it's another coming 900 from? billion on the way that's what well, hey, I'm, you, yeah. you know what though, Bill, we're, we're out of time we're out show. of time. Lord have mercy. Uh, <laughs> Just Mary give Cr- that phone number. 402-557-6730. Again, 402-557-6730. Listen to us um, on KFAB or iHeartRadio or Spotify, all of your sources there. Visit us on the web at bigomoney.com and wishes for a very Merry Christmas to all of you. Thank you for listening to The Big O' Money Show. 
don't pay too much for taxes, or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Bill Altman at the Premier Advisory Group. Call 402-557-6730 or visit their website at P-A-R-A-D-V-I-S-O-R.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Bill Altman and the Premier Advisory Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.